0: It's Emily Williams here, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 131, Behind the Scenes, How One Client Made the Successful Transition from Brick and Mortar to Online Business. This is an episode featuring one of our iHeart Coaching students, Belinda Ferno-Harris, and she's someone who has an incredible company called Branded and Unstoppable. Now, this company was built to be in-person. She wanted to run live events and workshops, VIP days, all of the above, in-person with all of her incredible clients. Then, of course, this year, 2020 changed the course of her company forever. And she realized she needed to go online. That was when she actually started working with us in our iHeart Coaching program. And today, we're going behind the scenes of what she did to go from that brick and mortar in-person You know, one to one experience to working with more people online and taking her business in a different direction. So if you're somebody who wants to make the transition to online, whether you're a coach, a consultant, or literally anything else, this is a great episode for you to listen to. I want you to pay attention to how Belinda thought about this process and the steps that she took to make it a reality. So let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by the iHeart Coaching Workshop. This is a two day experience for new and aspiring coaches looking to build a thriving online coaching business. So I'm going to be joined by my whole team giving you all the information you need for discovering who your ideal client is, designing your offer, high performance tips so that you can go to the next level in your life, in your business getting clear on what it is that you actually want in your life and your business, the marketing strategies that are working right now online, and of course, money mindset, which is one of my biggest specialties. We're also going to talk about sales and the way in which you can ramp up your sales goals and reach some new clients and finally achieve those revenue goals. So go to iHeartCoaching.com to learn more about this workshop happening on September 16th and 17th, 2020. And I'll look forward to seeing you there. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Belinda. I am so excited to have you here today and have you share your story and a little bit about your work. I actually don't know much about your story, so I'm going to be hearing it for the first time along with our listeners. So welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here, Emily. Amazing.
0: So what we love to do here on the show is really get an idea of what the story behind the success is. So can you take us back and let us know how all of this started and how you came to do the work that you do today?
1: Sure. Um, I run a company called Branded and Unstoppable. And it's a training and development company. It helps women entrepreneurs create incredible brands, um, really so that they can get known they can attract more clients, and they can supercharge their business growth. And I set it up two years ago. Uh, To be very honest, the first year and a half, I would definitely say it was a premium hobby. I have no qualms in saying that. Um, And then when the whole world went online in March 2020, I had no option but to pivot my business because a huge amount of what I did was live workshops and live trainings, and I loved that; it was fantastic. Um, but I I wanted to change the business model, Emily, so that seventy percent of my business was then coming from online programs and courses, and thirty percent was from live business, live events and trainings that I did. And I got to the stage where. I knew what I needed to do intellectually, but I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what the steps were. Um, but if I, that's so that's the business that I run. It's called Branded and Unstoppable. And I work exclusively with driven women entrepreneurs that are going to take action. But uh, behind that is a very different story, <laughs> which started when I was nine years old. So my love affair with brands began when I was nine. And uh, it was the summer holidays, and I was especially bored one day. And I was staying at my grandparents' house, and my aunt was there. And so she gave me a copy of um, a whole load of Harper's and Queen to read, Harper's Bazaar. And I was instantly hooked. And sort of every evening, you'd find me tucked up in bed, poring over these magazines, looking at all the stunning images and the glossy ads and the fascinating features. And I didn't understand the nuances of brands then. And what made an incredible brand, but before long, I could kind of quickly understand and discern style, what it was, what it wasn't, and and what the sartorial choices were that gave a product or a service, that kind of magical edge. Um, So that was when I was nine. So fast forwarding 12 years, I'd finished college and I earned a place on the executive management program at Harrods, the world famous department store. And this was a fantastic opportunity to get really upfront and personal with some of the world's finest luxury brands and learn, you know, everything that I could about retailing and selling. And it was it was a huge amount of fun. It was a real honor to work there. And, you know, I did everything from visual merchandising and marketing, uh, selling and stock taking, bookkeeping and branding, and I really relished the challenge. And... Before long, I got promoted to the Harrods press office and I kind of realized I'd found my thing. I loved um, writing press releases, organizing events um, and getting publicity for brands. And I did that for a couple of years. And then I hungered for sort of much meatier roles. So I joined some really prestigious top 10 communication and marketing agencies in London Uh, and worked on some really iconic and treasured household brands, which I just loved. And I think working in the agency world was a huge gift before I then set up my own business. Um, You know, it really taught me the discipline of how to service clients brilliantly, because when you're working for multinationals and, you know, companies like Cadbury's and Estee Lauder, And, uh, you know, IBM and Hewlett-Packard and companies like that, you've really got to know your thing. Um, You know, it taught me how to manage big marketing campaigns, uh, how to write and win pitches, write proposals. And I, I loved it. And all of that experience really acted as the springboard for the next part of my career. So I decided to go client side. I wanted to experience what it was like working in a really big organization. So for the next eight years, I was vice president of marketing and marketing communications for HSBC and Barclays Bank in the UK. And then I was VP of marketing for a very large uh, media corporation. And I was managing all their brand programs, multi-million dollar marketing campaigns. And after that, I decided I wanted to leave the corporate world. So I spent three years working as a brand consultant. And I traveled the world and I was helping big businesses, multinational companies, really build incredible brands and marketing and grow their businesses. So most of them were multinationals and it was just phenomenal. I did a huge amount of work in Europe and America and Asia. I was at Heathrow Airport almost every Monday morning, (laughs) jetting off (laughs) somewhere else and um, racked up a whole load of BA miles. Uh, And I'll tell you what I loved. It gave me a completely different discipline because up until that point, I'd never really trained people. I'd never really taught people. And what it made me realize, no matter whether I was in Beijing or Boston or Paris or Prague or Copenhagen or Moscow, I mean, I literally taught all over the world was that there's an art to teaching. And um, a lot of it boils down to entertaining people. So you can have fantastic content, but you also need to entertain people because that's how they remember the content. And uh, and I realized that I loved it. I realized I had a passion for it. And you know, as a, as a young girl, one of the things that I loved to do was to compose on the piano. And I love singing and performing. And it was, when I got to 18, it was a toss up of kind of do I head for a career on the stage or do I do something really <laughs> sensible and go to college? And I went for the let's do something really sensible and go to college. But there's, there's always been that part of me that was the entertainer, the performer and the training and the learning and the development side enabled me to do that. So I did it for three years and absolutely loved it. But as you probably know, when you're traveling a lot, it does become really exhausting. And I'd also had burnout in my career. So when I left Barclays, um, I actually took a year off. I was completely exhausted. I had really bad adrenal exhaustion, and I needed to rebuild my immune system. I needed to understand how to balance setting up a, business, a successful business, but also having enough vitality and energy to run it. Um And that was another thing that attracted me to iHeart Coaching. So two years ago, I set up my own company, Branded Unstoppable. And I became really clear that I only wanted to work with women. I'd I'd spent 10 years working predominantly with men in global banks. And it was sort of, yeah, it's time to work with with women now. Yeah,
0: That's amazing. And so when you started your business, was that, the year after, or was that after that period where you took time off?
1: Yeah. So I did the consultancy work for three years and then I took another six months off. Um, partly also because my boyfriend lives in the States. He lives in Washington, DC. So if I wasn't on a plane flying to Asia, I was on a plane flying West to the States. And, you know, after three years of doing that, uh, I, it, it just became untenable and I had to make a decision. So it was, yeah, I want to be with this man. So I'm going to make it work. I'm going to set up a business where I've got my own freedom, my own time, and I can manage my own schedule.
0: And so was that an obvious decision for you? Or was there any sort of fear or insecurity around making that leap?
1: Oh, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was it was terrifying because, you know, when you work in the corporate world, even when you work, uh, when you work in, a, in a big agency, it is different because you're only as you're only as valuable as your last client, and if you lose a client, particularly a large one, and they aren't able to replace it you're normally out um and even though I was you know really well regarded in the agency, you always had that oh my god, i've got to win the next piece of work I've got to pitch you know for the next client um It's very different when you work in the corporate world you have much more of a comfort blanket and I would definitely say when I was in the corporate world, I was an outlier. I was a disruptor. I like to think big. I like to shake things up. I like to do things differently. That's one of my whys. Um, I wasn't just a kind of cookie cutter person that was happy just doing what had been done before. I wanted to create innovative new products and services. But leaving it was terrifying um, because I didn't have that support structure. I mean, the last team I managed, there were 85 people in it. You know, we were managing a sixty million dollar budget. It was huge. Um, so you know, you go from managing teams and having direct reports and lots of access to fantastic agencies and ad agencies and PR agencies to, you know, little old (laughs) Belinda's sitting Mm -hmm. sitting in her garden shed at the beginning, you know, her her very, very luxurious office, and going, okay starting with a blank piece of paper and how is this business going to work? Um, You know, what is it all about? What makes me different? What's the look and feel? What packages am I going to offer? How am I going to price them? How am I going to get known? And when you started, did you
0: have any experience with um, entrepreneurship or were you just pooling from what you've learned in corporate and in your other roles and applying that to your business?
1: I had none. I had none. Um, I had, I'd done quite a lot of leadership and development training, that sort of thing, which was a wonderful gift to being in a, in a, you know, in a corporate role. Um, and the other thing is I took a year off to study NLP, um, because as a marketeer and a brand expert, I wanted to understand the consumer psychology behind branding and marketing. So that was one of the things that I did in my time off. And I loved that. It was fantastic. Um, but entrepreneur wise, absolutely nothing. And, you know, no one trains you to set up a business. No one teaches you this stuff. Um, and working in a very large business is very, very different from running your own show.
0: Right. And so when you started, did you design your website? Like walk us through it. What were some of the first steps that you took for anyone listening, wondering how they can do the same? What were some of those first initial leaps?
1: Sure. Um, well, I followed my own advice. <laughs> so I have, <laughs> I have my own proven process that I've developed and perfected over the last 15 years to define and develop a brand. And I think you probably know this, Emily, really, really well, because you've built uh, an incredible brand, um, both in terms of look and feel, and all the content product offerings that go behind it as well, um, and your social media marketing. But often when you say the word brand to someone, the first thing that pops into their mind is your logo, your color palette, your beautiful imagery. But of course, it starts way before that, which is, well, what is the essence of you? What does your brand stand for? What are all the essential components that underpin your brand? And what really sets you apart? What makes you brilliant at what you do? What makes you fabulous? And what is the sweet spot in the marketplace that you want to own and only you can deliver? Um, so I did that body of work with myself. And to be honest, I also got support because I have a saying, which is, you know, when you're a dentist, you can't take out your own tooth. Even when you're a dentist, you can't take out your own tooth. And it's a bit like, you know, if you're a, even when you're a brand and marketing expert, you need some additional input to develop your own brand to get a different perspective, a fresh, fresh insight. So I went through the process that I take my own clients through, um, you know, worked on the ideal clients, my messaging, the sweet spot I wanted in the marketplace. Um, I launched with an event. The first product I created was a two day workshop. Called Branded and Unstoppable Live. And it's about five weeks worth of work in two days. So it's really intimate and intensive with a lot of personal mentoring. It's high end, it's luxurious. Um, Mm -hmm. And I use that to then upsell into other products. But I really got, I'll just be very honest with you, I got very lazy. So it was, okay, I love organizing events. I can do it standing on the top of my head because I used to run events and I worked on two Olympic Games. You know, for me, it's like the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, When it then came to actually you need to develop a lot more products and a lot more offerings and they really need to be online, Uh, that's not where I got stuck, but I kind of got a bit lazy. Um, because it's it's complex and there's a lot of work involved. You know, whether you're doing a, a 12-week program, a six-week program, a 12-month program, you know, there's all the, the 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 sort of overall planning and shape of how it's gonna manifest. Then you've got to write all the modules, then you've got to get a designer to design all the modules. Um, and of course, you can initially do it one-on-one. You can beta test it and finesse it and refine it. And then you can do what you've done, which is, you know, to develop online programs where you've got a community of women going through it, uh, where you've got back end, you know, you've got a back end on your website with Kajabi or whatever it is. So everything is beautifully presented. It's very structured. It's very simple to access the information. At that point, I knew what to do, but my mind was blown in terms of how I do it. And so I had my first event, I developed my web, I'd launched my website. Um, I already had a Facebook page, which I'd grown to sort of two and a half thousand followers. I wasn't posting consistently on it. I wasn't using really Instagram at all at that stage. Um,
0: But how did you get, how did you fill the first event and how did you get so many Facebook followers?
1: um, Facebook followers were just I love writing. I know you love writing. Um, I I enjoy it. It's not a chore. Although there are weeks where I feel passionate about it. I've got tons of ideas, and other weeks where I'm just, my mind is empty and I really am not inspired. And I I know we all get like that. But yeah, I just consistently wrote sometimes about my life, um, you know, and sometimes about the business. For the first event, I just emailed a whole load of friends and family, basically. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I think that's important to point out because people forget the network that they've already created over years of just being a human on this planet. And they're like, oh, I don't have a list. I don't have the clients. But you have all those people at your fingertips you're not tapping into.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've created a fantastic sales page. The materials that they get when they're at the event are second to none. I mean, I spend about $80 just on the materials and they're presented in a beautiful box and all the rest of it. And we had invites done and the whole thing was beautifully branded. So it looked very high end, very polished, and it looked like it had been around a long time, but it still took... a you know this it takes a huge amount of effort when you're organizing a live event to get people there you know you have to yeah. consistently show up every day you have to get on the phone you probably have to chase people between you know up to 20 times to get them there before you get that yes i'm coming um so i did the event and then i started to coach people from that one on one and then i did the second annual event last november and it was totally different. It was just incredible. And I, th- I think one of the things that was interesting is, and it goes back to I Heart coaching. So I will always remember our very, very first coaching session, live coach weekly coaching session. And it was with James and he was talking very much about our purpose and our why and kind of the business of you. I know that's one of his big things, the business of you. Yeah. And which is so fundamental, but half the time most people don't even talk about the business of you. They're talking about sales funnels and, you know, money mindsets and you know how to attract clients right. and all the rest of it. But the kind of foundations are if if you're not well, if you don't have the energy, you can't sustain that. And um a couple of things that really struck home, and I've got them on the wall here actually. One is that you are your number one client. And um, you know, he just he was just talking about the importance of, you know, sustaining your business and 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 coaching properly and, and, and what that meant. And, you know, if you are your number one client, what does that really mean? And I took that on board in the way that I then began to coach my own clients. And so last November, we had the second annual event of Branded Unstoppable Live, and it was completely different. And sorry, I know what the point was about James. James was talking about what is your why? What is your purpose? Because if you don't really know your purpose, then you don't have that thing that motivates you to get out of bed every day and go, okay, you know, throw open the curtains. Today is another fantastic day, and I'm going to make a difference in someone's life. And what came apparent to me last year when I did the event is... Yes, people really got clear on their brands. Yes, they got clear on their clients, on their messaging. And day two of the workshop is I teach something called color psychology for business, um, which is a, a philosophy and a framework for people to get really clear on the ideal look and feel for them and what the design style should be for their unique business. It's it's a really fantastic framework. And then they actually have mood boards and Pantone chip books and magazines and trimmings and color paper stock. And they actually create a professional mood board using everything I've taught them. But what I saw last year was personal transformation. So they weren't just developing their brands. There was a huge amount of breakthroughs, crying, um, you know, some really deep foundational work because of course when you uncover what sits at the heart of your brand you're really looking at what sits at the heart of you and then I realized okay I know what my why is now I know what my purpose is I love teaching about building brands and creating brands and unlocking the potential in your business but what gave me the kick was seeing the personal transformation that happened to every woman in that room. And I know you really get that because it's probably part of your why too.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we always say that at all of our events, whether virtual or in person, the goal is always for you to cry. <laughs> and yeah. I don't mean that, <laughs> any I mean, but like to have a deep transformation. And obviously, we want to go beneath the surface and really mm-hmm. touch people at a different level and help them feel whatever they need to feel or experience what they're meant to experience in that moment.
1: Mm-hmm. So that was, I completely agree. If you can get them to cry, you know, you've You've really created some deep transformation and, you know, I always bring tissues to everything now, whether it's a VIP client day or a live event or whatever, because uh, I think I have the ability to do that in people. You know, I think with the NLP and all of that sort of stuff that I've done, I am am able to affect change in people and to create a safe space for them to just be who they are. Mm, Beautiful. And, And in that comes magic.
0: Yeah. And did that realization lead you to create something different in the next year or, or, you know, transform or pivot in any way?
1: It did. So i realized how powerful the program was and i thought okay we're doing five weeks worth of worth of work in two days it's really intense i mean i work these ladies hard but um but they get a huge amount of value out of it and one of my core values is to deliver massive value for people and to drive excellence in their business but what it made me realize emily is actually this is a this is an online program and i'd love to run it over 12 weeks and then from up from that. You know, I'd like to develop the next level, which is one-on-one uh, mindset and business coaching. Um, so, taking the branded and unstoppable as a as a twelve-week program, um, and then having another one which is more about unstoppable success. So, those are the programs that I'll be rolling out in twenty twenty one and it was at that stage that I realized I needed support. I needed to work with an expert I wanted to work with someone who had already developed a multi six figure business um, and you know it's it's interesting when you look at different business models if you look at your business model if you can if you can create one or two products that are really clear and captivating to one real core audience and market them in one particular way and start to systemize that and streamline that, you can make a huge amount of money. Um, And I'd never done that before. So I always tell you this, you know, I've been following you for like five years, six years, Yeah. You know, when you were living in London, literally 10 minutes down the road from me with James. (laughs) And, um, you know, I've, I've really seen you blossom and grow and build the most extraordinary business. And I will, you know, I've, I've told you that you are extraordinary at what you do and you are probably one of the most dedicated entrepreneurs I know because you take us behind your business. I know what it involves and there are a huge amount of people that just aren't dedicated enough to put in what you put into your business. Um, and I just found that hugely inspiring.
0: Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, and, and I know that there's a lot of people, again, to talk about going beneath the surface who are more on the surface, but because we do the deep work, I'm always working with coaches and going through my own experiences. And I think it's so valuable to bring people in and to allow them to see behind the curtain and obviously see the good along with the bad and the challenges because that's real life. And I never want someone to think like they're gonna snap their fingers and get all these results and it's just gonna be super easy and smooth sailing because that's not the truth. And so I think the more we can be vulnerable and real with people, the more people appreciate that and they're also prepared for what's to come and they don't think, oh, I'm doing something wrong because this didn't happen to Emily or she didn't experience that. If we're actually being transparent, people know that they can expect that and still be successful.
1: Sure. I mean, I I love your behind the scenes and I also love the behind the scenes when you're doing a, a, a workshop you know virtual workshop because also for those of us who want to run them it's it's really lovely to see all the different um logistical elements all the different minutiae that go into it to make it wow and it's a lot it's a huge amount of work um and you know I'm I'm not at a place where I have a team I have some great people I work with from videographers photographers copywriters etc but I don't don't have a team as such yet. So it's wonderful to look at someone who's grown a team. We've all made mistakes as well in hiring people uh, and firing people. Um, And I think the other thing is learning quickly to use your instincts. So when someone isn't right, get rid of them fast because they can create a lot of damage in the business. So, um, you know, when I came to think about who do I want to work with, sort of this was March time, really as we went into lockdown, you know having followed you for 5 years it was a no brainer to sign up for iheart coaching at that stage
0: and what were you looking for were you looking for someone to help you take those program
1: ideas and actually bring them online i was looking for someone who would help me set up a successful online business um And who could take me through the steps of doing that so as you know we've talked quite openly about the fact that quite a lot of the things in the modules i'd already done but i think it's always go always good to go back and fine-tune and finesse you know whether it's "Mm, is that really my ideal client or actually am i looking for someone else and each time i tweak it i become clearer and clearer um you know at the beginning, two years ago, I was just working with all women entrepreneurs. I absolutely don't do that now. I only work with women who are driven and go getters and results orientated who are going to take action because if if the transformation is the thing that lights me up, those women aren't going to transform if they don't take action mm-hmm. so um, I've got a lot clearer about that, and i um I think the other thing is, I think two years ago, I was much more frightened just about being me, just about showing up as myself rather than trying to be something else. And there's huge power in just being you, as, as you know. So when it came to choosing the program, um, yeah, it was about getting your, using your expertise to help me understand what I needed to do to set up an online business that was successful and sustainable.
0: Yeah, I think this is so fascinating to talk about on a few different levels because so often... We obviously have clients come through our programs and they want to get their clients to sign up as soon as possible and we forget the fact that it's like building a relationship any other relationship in your life takes time and like you said you were literally following behind the scenes for 5 years before you actually you know officially signed up for something like iHeart coaching. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important for all of us to remember that that it takes time to develop certain relationships and five years ago, you weren't at a point where that program would even be right for you. Uh, But there was something that, you know, kind of spoke to you about what we were talking about and the journey. And I think it's important for people to remember that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd done a few of your smaller programs, like, um, you know, the money mindset course and things like that. And then the following year, I think I did the sort of, you know, understand your client mini course, that kind of thing. So i dip my toe in the water with you um but obviously this was different this was being part of a of a supportive community it involved you know involves weekly coaching and all the different modules and all the different fabulous bonuses that you provide people and you know one of the things that you do with bells on is extra value huge value um and you you know you give a lot you give a lot of yourself. You give a lot in the programs over over and above the core modules. Um, and that's Thank obviously you. incredibly attractive. You know yeah, yeah
0: and I love the fact that you you know you had been through some of this before and you'd figured it out for yourselves but yourself but you weren't kind of above the experience you realized that this was an opportunity to go even deeper and to refine and I think people forget that even people you know who have established businesses at my level they forget that we're always refining and there's always room for growth and for just further transformation. And so I personally can't see myself ever not having coaches and being a part of programs and learning new things and going deeper with everything that I've already created because I know that that it, it's I'm still getting started. <laughs> There's so much more yeah. to come. And I love that about you in terms of your perspective.
1: I I mean one of the obviously one of the things that you're known for is is the mindset work, the money mindset work and I remember at the beginning, we had five weeks where we were looking at, you know, beliefs, mindset, all that sort of stuff. And I remember in week three thinking, I wonder why we're kind of spending so much time on this. You know, it's five weeks of, you know, getting clear on your desires and what you want and then focusing on money mindset. And then it was, yeah, okay, I get it now, you know, because, um, you know, that that lovely quote about, you know, we re- when we realise that 80% of our business success isn't about the tactics and the strategy it really is down to our beliefs and thoughts and and behaviors. And when we get that a whole new world of possibility opens up and it was like, okay, I get why she's doing it now before we even go into who are ideal clients, setting up your launch, you know, your first product offering, setting up your first program. Um, And I think one of the things that was fantastic in the weekly coaching programs, and again, um, it's James's speciality is, him helping us get really conscious around our languaging. I know that you and he are particularly hot on that. Um, our self-talk, our inner self-talk. And you know, one of the things that I've really been thinking about recently is that you can have incredible clarity around your vision. You can have credible clarity around your business, around your customers, around your product offerings. But if you don't have the drive and motivation to get out of bed every day and kick ass, it doesn't matter how brilliant your <laughs> vision is. Because you're never going to deliver on it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's so it's amazing to me every single year that we do this program or really any of the programs. People are like, you know, I really didn't want to do the mindset work. I didn't really understand why we were starting with that. I just wanted to get into the strategy. But that was actually my favorite part, and that's the thing that's going to serve me so greatly in the years to come. When uh, you know there is that lack of motivation, or there is that health problem that comes up, or that stress, or that challenge. And I think it's so important that people recognize that that's the. Thing that's going to keep you going, not that strategy. Because the truth is, is anyone can do strategy, but you have to be able to motivate yourself, and you have to be able to, like you said, get yourself in the game and get up every single day and take that action. And that means you have to be connected to your desires and your purpose, and uh, remember that you are that first client.
1: Yeah, and and it was brilliant. It was beautifully, it was beautifully orchestrated and put together because each module then followed into the next one and it built on each other and it built on each other uh, until you had that really solid foundation, uh, obviously coupled with the weekly coaching calls as well. And um, I love the fact that, you know, the whole program, it's, it's presented in a really clear and structured and cohesive way. It isn't overwhelming. Um, it's very accessible. Yes, you have to put in the work in order to get results, but it's very much a step-by-step approach so that everybody and anybody can do it as long as they're going to show up for you, show up for the program, and show up for themselves. And I think um, I did a program three years ago. I'm not going to name it, but it's very, very well-known in the States. And um, it's a four-month program, brand-building program. But one of the things that they did is... uh, they gave you all the content up front. And, you know, it became so overwhelming that I would say within within five weeks of the program, there was a 90% dropout rate, which was huge. Mm. So, one of the things that's so brilliant about iHeart coaching is in terms of people's ability to learn and develop themselves. You know, every Monday night, a new module drops, you know, and you, you're excited to open the pack and read through it and look at your video. that accompanies it that explains what's in the module for the week and, and what your homework assignment is. And so it's it's very manageable. It's very clear and cohesive. And I really like the step-by-step approach. I love the fact that there's a lot of support from the coaches. There is the private Facebook group. Um, and there is a community of really friendly and genuine and and supportive women from every walk of life, (laughs) from all over the world and across every sector and, and business.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. I know that you prepared what you wanted to say today. And I really appreciate that because I know there's a lot of people listening who have seen this program go round and round and have questions and don't know whether it's right for them. And they're scared to kind of take the leap. And I really appreciate you speaking to so many different elements of it. And uh, I'm personally just excited to see what's next for you with these next few programs and your live event, which as I told you previously, I can see that being hundreds of people in the future, in the near future. So what are you excited about next, Belinda?
1: Um, I'm excited about this year's event because we start the marketing in a week's time. And, and I love it. I just get a buzz from the moment we start building up to it. Um, but what I'm, what I'm really looking forward to is getting the two new online programs live early next year and earning a ton of money. I'll just be honest. That's what I'm, that's what I'm interested in. And um, and b- building my presence online, you know, my visibility, because uh, I know I have the ability to help so many more people than I currently am. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I see that for you as well. And so where can people find you online?
1: Um, so my website is brandedandunstoppable.com. com. Great.
0: And then the final question we ask all of our guests on the I Heart My Life show is What is one way our listeners can create a life that's better than their dreams?
1: Oh, okay. The first thing that comes into my head is to get really, really clear about what you want. So when I was 14 years old, I made a vow to myself that I was going to live an extraordinary life, not an ordinary life. And I got really clear, even at 14. About the woman I wanted to become. And I made it happen. So get really, really clear on what you want. Um what prompted that? Being very honest, it was my father leaving when I was eight years old. Mm. So uh the thing that prompted me to be successful was me wanting to earn my own money, uh, me wanting to have control over my life. And um to kind of be more successful than he was, <laughs> and that's what drove me for many, many years. It doesn't now. It's the personal transformation in the women that I coach and I work with, as I've said earlier. But yeah, I got really, really clear, and I think I watched a huge amount of um, American TV shows like Dynasty, like Dallas, and all that sort of stuff. And it was like that is my lifestyle. I <laughs> I want a bit of that, and I just kind of went for it. And I can just share one final thing with you, and it's kind of. You know those moments when you know that you've come full circle? Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that um, my boyfriend is American. He lives in Washington, D.C., but about seven years ago, we bought a house near Palm Springs. So one of the shows that I used to watch as a 14-year-old was set in Beverly Hills, that area. And about five years ago, I was in Palm Springs. I was driving down the interstate. I was in a convertible BMW. There were palm trees around me, the mountains, the sunshine. And I suddenly had tingles all over my body because I realized I'd made it. I'd done it. The thing that I set out to do when I was 14, that picture I had in my head, I'd made it happen.
0: Mm. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah, it starts in your mind and then you create it in your life.
1: Mm -hmm. Thank you
0: so much, Belinda. I love your story. I'm so inspired. I know other people will be as well. And I'm just so excited to see what's next for you because I know you're truly just getting started. And there's so many women out there who are going to benefit from your expertise and your years of experience and most importantly, your heart for their transformation. So thank you so much for your time. I hope you loved today's episode. Remember, if you want results like Belinda, they are right around the corner. Join us for the iHeart Coaching Workshop, where we're going to break down how you too can create your own online coaching business or take your current business to the next level. Go to iHeartCoaching.com to learn more. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.